between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you, Father, for tonight. Receive it exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the grace you have given us to meet. Thank you for enabling us to come together, even to hear your word tonight. So we are exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. But as we go tonight into your word, we ask, Father, that you will bless us with your presence, that you will bless us with your water tonight. Father, we ask that you will divide the waters tonight for us in the name of Jesus. Father, we have come again even to, to see what you have for us. We ask, Father, that you would, you would strengthen us even to come up to your level that you are calling us to in the Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Father, the grace, the word, the help needed to align with you in the Spirit, uh, in words, in nature, in character, in, in blessing. Father, we ask that you release words that will elevate us even into this expectation of yours in the name of Jesus. With that your, your expectation of for us are of good uh, and not of evil. Uh, they are to bring us to an expected end. We ask, Father, that you will give us grace and word to journey to the expected end, which is you in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for the simplicity of your word tonight, we ask that you would help us, Mitofina Halata, with, with help with your spirit to gain access into your wisdom tonight mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Emini ono in ono emilono emini ono ono nimi emilono emi ashi ono omutishi ono mutishi 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 ono ono tishi ono tishi ono ono tishi shi shi atishi ono atishi ono atishi ono thank you father for your spirit thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the help of your spirit tonight, even to open the door, even door into you, into your realms, into everlasting doors, even and even into everlasting life. Thank you for opening doors. Thank you for the opening of your doors tonight, for help in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you have answered. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
Uh, just welcome someone this night. Just say hello to thy neighbor. Um, it's good to see your faces. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And everybody's looking forward to the end of uh, to the end of uh, this pandemic. Yes, but Lord. it's almost it's almost a series. It's not going, but this this thing this thing will go. Amen. Amen. This thing will go. Amen. Amen. And we'll receive our freedom again. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, just to just to quickly, uh, I know the. Uh, I don't know for 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 some of us that don't understand Yoruba, the the tongue that came is talking about the way. It said, "I am the way." I have opened, I have opened the way. I have opened the way. That was majorly the, the tongue there. Um, we thank God, um, for you know when when they say doors, they are talking about access in the spirit. Whenever they open doors, um, you know there are, there are different there are different doors in the spirit. Amen. So when they say they open door. The question I need to start asking is, which door, which door did, you, did, did you open? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, I know for sure that they've been, they've been talking about everlasting life, um, even though we are not really, really, really centered around that teaching. Mm-hmm. But the door that is open mm-hmm. in the spirit in this season mm-hmm. is concerning everlasting life and eternal, actually eternal life. Mm-hmm. And the door to eternal life is everlasting life. Um, and also, I know that they're also talking to us about our foundation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I know for sure that they are also opening the door of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whichever one they are opening for us, be it the kingdom door or the everlasting doors. I, I know it's everlasting door, shy in a way, but um, God will help us to mm-hmm. come fully into all they have to say concerning that door. Mm-hmm. Amen. I know. Uh, even though you know we, we, we finished the convention uh, called New and Living Way, uh, but it's almost as if we've not really, really talked much about that mm. because I know when we have convention like that and they, and, you know, they break that open, mm. normally it usually opens a series of uh, entrance for us again to begin to talk mm. particularly about um, the New and Living Way, the men. Uh, you know we received grace, but right now, that is that is not really what we are what we are what we are talking about in this season so far. And again, I believe God just wants to establish our foundation. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, uh, we, if we look at it, we are talking much about milk, um, but inside it, what I see really is everlasting strength, teaching those things. Amen. Um, it's with the sight of the everlasting life that is bringing forth those teachings. Amen. Before I go further, um, I just want to appreciate everyone. I know my birthday was last week, Tuesday. Um, on Saturday, I wanted to appreciate everyone, but apparently the way the meeting went, I forgot about it. So, 
I just want to appreciate everyone that was here on Tuesday to celebrate. God will celebrate you as well. Amen. And God bless you all in every eternal life. Amen. I appreciate and uh uh to cross I know you today, but I want to just appreciate them for you know making 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 it possible. You know, at first, me, I've, I've, I said, I'll just postpone this thing till Saturday because in my mind, after meeting, everybody wants to go because we usually finish late. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, to now celebrate and would you people again? But thank God for the wisdom to just celebrate it. So mm-hmm. we, we still thought about it, about maybe we should still do something Saturday, but then later, like, you know what? Let's just, I mean, we, I mean, the fellowship on Tuesday was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not just about when you talk yeah. about when when you come together. Mm-hmm. When you when you talk about spirit, rubbing yes, spirit, it's not just only when you are hearing word. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are fellowshipping, yeah, just talking, you no know, fellowshipping with one another, it's very 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 key. Mm-hmm. It is key, and it was a beautiful fellowship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just having everyone around and just talking, mm-hmm. and you know, just. Just seeing everybody relaxed without the pressure of what they did yeah. last week. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's always I see what you did last week is it's almost it always almost bring tension every time. <laughs> so what you did last week, everybody just see maybe the faces are smiling before all of a sudden. Just see the face just squeezed. Ah, what's going on? It's just I mean so that it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's serious, but I mean, just well, take it easy. Amen. Uh, it was a beautiful fellowship, and uh, we appreciate you all. And uh, so, I mean, since we celebrated on Tuesday, no need to celebrate on Saturday again. So, just put the post. But I like to appreciate everyone, uh, even for your wishes and your messages. God bless you. Amen. Amen. So. Um, God has been has been helping us, and um, regarding regarding what we have been learning in my heart, basically, uh, one thing I know for sure is the aspect of the. Let me put it this way: there's a, there's a lot that we've learned that we may, we may not be able to put together uh, what, when it comes to doctrine, right? And I feel this season is an, it's an opportunity to actually progress, because I've been looking at the progression mm-hmm. of what God has been teaching, and so far, there's just been, it's, it's, it's pretty much us just going back and re, mm-hmm. relearning things again, which is essential for our growth, mm-hmm. right? And then with the strength of the light of God that God is shedding in this season put together. I mean, for me, it was, it's, mm. you know, we should pray for me, because mm. <laughs> I've been, it's, it's not easy, mm. you know. I mean, it's, with grace, it's easy to be able to, you see that milk area, so I see if most of it, it might be here, but to bring it out and start, you know, it's not easy to put line upon line. That's 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 a very very serious work. Mm-hmm. So wherever you see line being put upon line, precept mm-hmm. upon precept, it it a great apostolic work. Mm-hmm. 
that is at play. So I'm still trusting God to to help me in that area Amen. to be able to to bring it out and and help us all. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, because God is particular about growth, and I know I've been saying it. We've been saying it. Um, what the church is for is to grow the saint. So, the, the, no matter what you are learning, you should do. There's nothing else you should be learning about. Uh, there's nothing else you should learn about, but your growth. And where wherever you see that that is absent, that is why where, where you see people starting getting dissatisfied wherever they are. And, you know, maybe they feel there's something more, but they can't really find it. And that's, that's simply because if you look at it very well, if you, remove, if you remove a rebellious heart and remove everything else, you know, when you, when you talk about a heart or a soul getting dissatisfied, there could be a, a whole lot of things. Hmm? A soul will not just have weight or does not have charity enough to just flow with the brethren or flow with hearts mm-hmm. or different things. Amen. Amen. So, and that's why I fear people that, I say I fear, you know, before, maybe it didn't really click, but now I'm thinking about it. You know, everybody that says, ah, in that place, in that church, they hurt me. Uh, people, they are not good. I just had to leave. You know, my mother, I'm like, oh, okay. But I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it can go anywhere and nobody would not offend you. Yeah, I mean, if you go somewhere and you know and somebody not do something to you, then uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I, do, I mean, for, you have not even started. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's part of, it's actually part of your growth mm-hmm. yes, that you are amongst brethren. Wow. They'll step on you. They'll nod your head. It is part of growth, and when you see people without, they don't, which that don't have enough strength, enough capacity, eh? then you see where you know maybe because somebody offended them, they will say we are not going to church next Sunday. Why? Somebody offended me, I just don't want to see the person's face. Right? It's just it's just you know sheer immaturity, both both in the spirit and also even in the natural self. And before you even go into this video, natural said just maturity. Amen. Amen. So these are these are the things that God wants to remove you know, from us. The, te- the tendencies that the tendencies that can stop God's work in us. So God wants to remove every single tendency. And it's a very tedious work. Amen. Amen. It is it's a very what? It's a very, very tedious walk. It's a very tedious walk. Now, Matafina Halia, God is not joking with that walk. But to you and I, it may seem very simple. Honestly, it's not. It is tedious. And why is it tedious? It is because of the nature of the soul. The nature of the soul is a nature that is is the way the way the soul is built is by knitting things together. Does that make sense? Mm. Now, when a soul has grown into a stature, what, what has happened to it? They've just knitted that into that soul. Now, and when you talk about knitting, when you say to knit, right, is 
it's it's mm. it simply means it is complex. Mm. When you see and I, and here's the funny thing, when you see somebody knitting, you know all those people that use wool and they knit cap, they knit. Mm. When you see them do it, and all they do, they just use just two sticks. And they just start doing and like they doing and like this. And then when they when you see the end product, you see one massive, beautiful, oh wow. Ah, by just hand like this, just just doing hand like this. You that you are not trained, just go and do it like that and see if you come up with the same product. Mm-hmm. Right? So the work they're actually doing is a complex work that seems simple. Now, the the evidence of the complexity of that work is when you now actually go into the product and you want to undo everything they just did they na- you now realize that ah see the hand that is just going like this and going like this is actually knitting a complex work the, the net the network of things that is that it's forming that is coming together to form that solid uh, thing that you can use is is complex is is high is high network Amen. So you now realize that then the, the, only, the only way you can undo everything that has just been done when you knit things together without actually going through the complexity of that work is to destroy it. You, when you see a knitted work, you can almost not undo it. It's complex, isn't it? You can almost not undo that work. It's almost it's almost impossible to undo. If you want to undo it, and also to actually to actually undo it and go through the complexity, you will still have to make a cut. If you don't make a cut, it's impossible for you to undo the whole thing. Abby, you need Abby. Uh-huh. So after everything is done, how do you how do you finish the work? So you tie it, so you can untie it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, so when they finish it, they actually tie it, but they are not telling me that if you want to untie that tie, it's almost difficult because it's so tiny. Mm-hmm. The the easiest is to make a cut mm. and then you start removing each, each, each line. Mm. And the way you actually knit a work is line upon line. Yes, sir. Yeah. Precept yeah. upon precept. Yeah. That's how you knit. Mm. Amen. Yeah. So you can see that the, the work that Satan has been knitting over years Eh? They need to undo it because what has been knitted or what has been formed is a to- is, is, is a put it is a product is a product that you can't or let me put it is a product that God can't use. Amen. Amen. What Satan is knitting and forming. Is a product, is a stature that God can't use. Amen. Amen. So if God wants to, if God wants to use that 
stature, that, that walk, God actually needs to undo and then rebuild. Amen. Amen. Now, in some cases, right, it is not everything that is bad. Mm. And God is a very, is a master builder, is a careful builder. He wouldn't, he wouldn't just carry the whole thing and just throw it into fire. Mm. What, what, what God would destroy totally without even blinking or try to undo it is a work that mm. is totally irredeemable. So when God, so when we get born again, and God, then God receives our goods. Because when we get born again, God just paid for, God just purchased the material. And God just purchased the possession. When God purchased it, that material belongs to God. But that material does not contain anything God. Except some of God's things that was initially supplied in the beginning that is still in the market mm. that the person was able to buy and just add mm. to make that material. Mm. And the, the, only, the only reason why the person had to buy it is because that thing still exists in the market. Mm. Now, there's a picture I'm trying to create. Mm. So follow me. Mm. As I'm talking, be able to just picture. this. What I'm talking about is actually about the story of Salvation Man. I'm just using material to talk about it, right? Now, if God wants to purchase a good, right? Mm-hmm. As he's purchasing it, he is saying, this is mine now. Mm-hmm. The same way you will go to the market and you will buy something. Or let's just say you, you, want, you want to buy a snow thrower, right? Now there's snow everywhere. You buy a snow thrower. That snow thrower you bought in the market. You don't know where they put it together. You don't, the mater- you don't know the material they used. But you can see a snow thrower, right? Now, all the, and for you, all you just want to do is just clear snow. So you may not even care too much about what material was used, what they put together to form what you are using, right? But however, the moment you pay for it, it becomes yours. So the material here or the, the commodity here that is being purchased is man. And man is made up of material. There are things that is different things, different material they use, right? Now God didn't buy God didn't buy that that possession, right? God didn't buy it because it meets God's standard. Amen. God bought it because God has God has a use for it. Amen. Amen. So God has a use for it. Amen. Amen. So God purchased it because God has a use for it. The same way, let me just quickly use this use this analogy again. The same way, the same way if you buy a house for the people that flip houses, you buy a house, but you know that as you are buying it. Now that house does not meet the standard of the house you are looking for. But you have an intention of renovating the house. So, it didn't meet your standard, but you know that you can refurnish and refurbish the house. So when you buy it, then, you not, what, do you, what do you do? You then begin to assess the house. Okay, what are the things that are good here? 
What are the things that are not good? What do I need to change? What do I need to replace? Right? To make sure that this thing is a standard. Amen. Amen. So that's exactly what happens to what happened to us when we just get when we're just getting born again. Amen. Amen. So we are not we are not a perfect material. Mm. We are not we, we don't even meet the standard. Right? And the work that God needs to do is so complex. Mm. It's not simple. Yes, yeah. It's not it's not something you can just you know, use one hand or one. What what are those things you can easily can easily replace? It's not like it's not like you have a chair inside your house that is broken. Okay, bye. Okay, we get another chair. Bye. Right. You are talking about to the molecular level, to the littlest form. You are look you are looking at a hole in the house, and you're like, this hole needs to go. I need to fill it up. Um, you are looking at a material they use. I'm like, and this material, this material is not proper. It needs to go. Amen. Amen. So, and here, and this is where it is, it is very, it, it is, I mean, thank God for this analogy. That this is where it is very important for every heart to really, really, really understand why, why, why we're actually serving God. Mm. Right? And that word, serving God, in a way, reminds me of something else apart from relationship right now we say what is the reason why you are serving god i mean that is limited in a way in the sense that when you check okay why do you serve god the maximum you can think of is why do i go to church and serve in church why do i give my life to christ and focus on it right why are you serving god now that's that's pretty much and, and in that thought, it might be difficult to actually think to the point where you actually understand, okay, why am I with God? Now, that word, serving God, means something, no? And it is not, in short, it's not everybody that serves God. Or let me put it, it's not every Christian that can serve God. So when you say you get born again, why are you serving God? So in a way, is an understatement. is is too low to what I'm trying to communicate, right? But that's the, that's the most that's the easiest uh, language I can use, because the real the real relationship between man and God is not just about serving, as if God is just a master. Of course, God is our master, right? But it's not just for the purpose of oh, I'm serving God so I can get something from God, right? Or I need to be committed to God so that God can be committed to me, right? Uh, you know, you know, you know there's, there is that, there is that idea. Mm-hmm. But without you even talking, God is already committed to you. Mm-hmm. Now, how the proof of that is that when you are yet sinner, mm-hmm. Christ died, mm-hmm. right? God commanded His love towards us, right? Now, when He commanded it. You've not saved, you've not done anything for him. Mm-hmm. You've not, you've not, you've not gone to church to serve him for, to, or to serve in the church for anything, right? Yeah. But he did something for you, right? So God, that, that is, that is, the, that is first of all a proof and a sign of God's commitment to you. 
Amen. Amen. So, you know, that, I mean, there are things we should learn, of mm. course, in the sense that, because that idea of committing to God, right, is, is needed to, to actually get the heart. It's part, it's, it's part of reconstructing the material to what God actually needs to use it for. Don't forget the thought I started with about you know, that material thing. Because yeah. that will be the, the main picture you know, that I'm actually using in teaching today. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's a it's a it's a serious and it's a it's a serious undertaking. It's not easy, it's not simple. I mean to God to God in God's in God's eyes easy is simple. Right? To God, but when it comes to the working of it in a man, it's not it's not a bean. It's not beans, man. You're not eating beans, so you're not eating beans. This is not beans. It's not bread and beans. Eh? Don't have to pass beans. Amen. Amen. It's a it's a very, 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 very complex work. Amen. So um the the idea of you no know, serving God all tie you know, serving God falling out committing to God all tied down or tied down to the beginning of our faith what we learn what we are learning what God is showing us okay now why are we even doing all that you know so there's a need to understand that there's a need to to get an idea what that is amen so let me quickly, let me backtrack. There's a there's a need for a soul to to know why he's even pursuing after God. Let me use that word. Why is pursuing? Because that word pursuit is different from just serving, mm-hmm. right? When you say when you say serve, now when, if you want to actually start talking about what it means to serve God, now that's another topic again, because. Serving you, you, the the only person that can serve God, right? The only person that can serve God is a high priest, right? Now, when you hear high priest, it's talking about a specific stature, right? No, so when when you now talk about serving God, trust me, it's not it's not anything like. You know, mm. right? Yes, sir. Initially, when you get when you, anybody that grew up in a Christian home, or maybe you got born again, when, and you, you, you hear serving God, it easily translates to going to church. Mm. You no, know, seven in one, seven in one department, and making sure you are doing that so that God can see that you are serving Him. Amen. Amen. God can what can see that you are. So that's that's our that's our view. That's our mentality about Christianity. It's almost as if it's a it's a give me I give you kind of game. Give me or let me give you so you can give me. But that's not how God operates. God is just giving. God is not expecting. Because in reality, you can't 
actually giving. Yeah. If you look at it standard wise, mm-hmm. you can't actually give God. For you to be able to give God, you need to be able to get to God to God's level to be able to give God back. So it's it's almost it's almost impossible. But I mean, that doesn't mean that what you are doing to serve God is not a form of giving. It's a form. Right, it's just that I mean, it's just our understanding of what what is tied to the understanding of those things is what the problem is, mm. right? Because it's actually actually essential that you do these things. Amen. 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 So when you talk about level of service, right, there is a level of service that is acceptable when you are just born again. Amen. Amen. There's a what? Mm-hmm. There is a level of service that is acceptable. And every soul must pass through that. In short, you serve God. You are serving God right from the moment you get born again up until you get to God. But your service level changes. It's not the same throughout your journey. As you grow in the spirit, the way you serve God is different. It's almost as if you start from outside and you move inward. Wow. Because in order to retrain the inward, you almost need to start doing on the outside. Amen. Amen. I'm, there's a thought in my head that I'm trying. Because you know, what I'm saying is almost as if it's conflicting with the thought of, oh, but if the soul, you train the soul to do outside, yes. Mm. You get there yeah. when you've actually moved mm. inward. Mm. But when you get born again, where you start from is almost on the outside. Mm-hmm. Which means it's mm. just things that is mm. tied to your, the things you do, right? Mm. Which may not have... A, a depth or a root in your understanding and in your person. Mm-hmm. Not for some, you know, when it comes to serving, going to church, serving in church, everybody's at different levels. Yes, some, people, some people just think, yes, just do it, and they, they don't, they don't even have any commitment, serious, mm-hmm. any serious commitment mm-hmm. towards God in a way. Mm-hmm. You see people that love clubbing and doing all kinds of things. Come and then they will be ushers. They will be. Um, you know, people in tech. You know, they, they, it, God, sha, God is merciful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as I was saying this, I'm just thinking about. Ah, can you try this nonsense when you are in the Old Testament, where where all all, all you do directly is the temple. You know, I mean, when you see temple, fear, fear will even catch you. Before you before you move from the outer court 
into from another context. Before you move from the tents of yeah. the people, you know, in the tent is a place of nonsense. Mm. And what that means is anything goes, although mm. not yeah. anything goes, yeah. because when you are outside in that tent, there's a law coming out of the yeah. the temple telling you this is how you should live your life. Yeah. Yes, right? Yeah. So there's a law. Okay, now when I say there's a lot coming from the tent, I mean, I mean, I just understand what I'm talking about. Right? Hmm? You understand what I'm talking about? So when I, okay, okay. I need to re-explain a bit. Because I was, because, you know, sometimes when you give this kind of picture, it's good to also try and explain. Amen. Now, I know there was a course we were taking. Was it a course? Yeah, it was a course we were taking before... Ah, which was that? I think I think before April. It was just before we went on break at at some point. I think it's before April. Yes, it's before April. It's it's our last meeting in May or so, where I began to talk about the tabernacle of God. Amen. And maybe today is actually a good day to start with that, um, because some of these things. Ah, but. Maybe not, but we'll see. Perhaps I'll just I'll try and brush it up a bit, explain it a bit. But yeah. it's something we'd have to learn eventually. Why? Because these things would basically form the foundation of your knowledge when it comes to the doctrine of Christ. Everything is about doctrine. What you are learning is doctrine. God needs to give it to you because you need you you. If God doesn't give you a doctrine, what you end up having is conflicting knowledge, right, about the things of God, and also you'll be you'll be an easy prey to the doctrine of spirit, called every wind of doctrine. Mm? Or the wind that what to- toss you to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You can't escape doctrine. No. You can't, there's no way you can escape. You can't escape doctrine. Doctrine is meant for you to have something solid, something fleshy that you can, a framework you can hold on to. Amen. And because we lack the understanding of that, it is hard to grow. In the body. Mm. Amen. Mm. So, when I'm talking about the temple, I'm talking about the, the, the way God set up the temple in the Old Testament or in, Gen, sorry, in Exodus. And I mentioned, I think in that meeting where I mentioned that in, where the temple is, where God began to talk about the temple to Moses is in Exodus 25. Although you can start from 19 up until the end. If you have some time, please just read it. Even though you don't understand it, just read it. Amen. Take some time to read it. Um, if 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 you don't if you don't if you don't like if if you don't like reading Bible for long, um, it's going to be boring for you. I can tell you that. But you need to exercise yourself. It's part. It's this is part of. This is part of your training. 
before you even get to start learning about the doctrine of God. Right? Mm. You need to develop... I'm, in my mind, I'm not beginning to see that. It's like, it's like they probably perhaps leave you in that area where the Bible is boring to you in that... Because everyone knows if it's boring to you. They know they want to give you understanding, but maybe they are just trying to see your interest. Mm. As, they, okay, you know, as, as boring as it is, still read oh, yeah. it. No matter how boring it is, read it. Keep what? Keep reading it. Amen. The moment you pick it and you look at it and it's what is this one again? You don't have interest. Then you then something you know you know each time that happens, something always gives you a wisdom. Really quickly and then go. Yes, Okay. Is it is Satan's wisdom? Ah. Is Satan that is lying to you? So, in case you don't know when you are worrying or fighting spirit mm. every day, just know that mm. it seems very subtle. It doesn't look like mm. you are fighting a demon, Abby. Ah, yeah. See that that simple transaction that nobody spoke to you. You just read it. You just got discouraged. <laughs> And then, okay, just read it. Or let's not say you now have work and you are quickly trying to read it five minutes, quickly read a five minute thing so that you fulfill all righteousness. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. Mm. You, just, you just fulfill a will. I've read it. That you just did is the will of the spirit. Mm. And it's evil. It's evil. Wow. They the, anywhere you would find mm. blessing, wow. eh? anywhere. Satan will do all it can to discourage you. Mm. Till today, I can tell you, Satan still discourages me when I'm trying to read Bible. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm trying to pray. Mm. Maybe I'm trying to pray and then all kinds of thoughts are coming. I say, ah, you, you started a ring. No worries, me and you. Eh, I'll still stay in that prayer. Mm-hmm. I'll stay there. Stay, stay, stay. I keep staying up. Keep praying. And after a while, I'll come into a place in the spirit where I can begin to transact spiritually above my mental capacity. And so these are exercises that you need to be able to exercise yourself. Exercise. Don't be, don't be lazy mm. spiritually to pray, to read your Bible. Now, Satan wants you to be. Mm. Wow. Wow. And he will give you excuse to be. Mm. Legit ones. If you've not fallen in love with your Bible before, mm. fall, in, fall in love as in, as boring as it is, mm. tell Bible, I will fall in love with you. Mm. Amen. You can even tell itself, Bible, I will fall in love with you. Amen. And then you tell the Bible to you, you will fall in love with me. Amen. Rom- Rom- ah, it's funny. <laughs> Romance your Bible. Rom- Romance your Bible. Toast it. Toast your Bible. Bible now, Alpha. Will you open up? Mm. Eh? Mm. 
Guys are not here for say, ah, even for guys, it's not gay, they should be toasted up and down. <laughs> yeah? Toast this one, finish, then jump, toast that one. Toast this one, then jump, toast that one. Okay, this one doesn't, I don't like this one. Let's, let me jump and now and toast. Stop. What you should be toasting every day is your Bible. Your Bible. And ladies, too, stop thinking about that guy. That one is almost, because ah, yeah. when a lady loves, ah, there's another thing, man. That thing is a. Mm. And that's why, yes, eh? I know this one, they'll be saying, why is there a different standard for ladies? Yes, there's a different standard. Because God did not wire men mm. the same way he wired women. We all wired differently. And there's something God gave to women is the ability to give easily. Mm. Wow. Ability to see that, that giving thing, you find, it, you find it a lot in women. Amen. Mm. I know I'm supposed to talk about the tabernacle, mm. but <laughs> the way I'm tangenting, but this place that I'm tangenting is very interesting and sweet. So I'm just staying there like that. Mm-hmm. But I have not forgotten, right? Mm-hmm. So please just follow me. Mm-hmm. So toast, like I said, toast your Bible. Mm-hmm. Toast your Bible every day. Eh? As it is boring to you, tell it. You shall fall in love with me one day. Yes, amen. Do you know that this Bible, this Bible is living? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It is living. Mm-hmm. It is it's living. Depending on where you are, eh, you 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 may not know that this thing is living. At first, it looks dead to you. It looks dead to you. Any, I don't know. Any any check any newborn believer. It's the trend is almost like this. They have no interest in Bible. All of a sudden, they get born again. They want to know more about God. They, some may or may not get interest. For those that have interest. You notice that they will be pushed. Yes, Bible, 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 Bible. Then after a while, that interest you see will be draining. Mm. Because there are spirits that specialize in demoralizing men. Mm. And you see it diminish. Why? Because perhaps at some of the first, maybe they've known some, some things. They've, they've come to some knowledge and therefore, you know, it's, it's almost see finish too that happens. Mm. Right? They see Bible finish. You know, this, there's a trend. It's not always, but most of the time. And these things are happening because there are spirits yes, fighting sir. you. Yes, sir. If you're the type that does not have interest, okay, they'll be like, ah, this one no get strength, it's fine. Mm. But if, if you're someone that is looking after it, let me mm. read it. You, there is a need for you to understand your Bible. Mm. It is very, it is, it is tied to you actually entering or knowing your destiny. It is tied to you. When I say knowing your destiny, I'm not talking about having a career. I'm talking about your, what they call your God-given destiny. Your God-given destiny is not to go and become something. You know that, right? Your God-given destiny is to enter eternal life. Your God-given destiny, what's destiny? It's destination. What's your destiny? Meaning, what's your destination? Where are you supposed to go? Your destination is in God. I in you, you in me. In this time, you will know that 
I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, and you in me, and I in you. Hallelujah. That's what Christ was saying, yes, isn't it? Yes, sir. So you see the way Christ was using play of words, not play of words, I mean, was using words, eternal, eternal mm. everlasting words, eternal words, to describe the end. It's called union. Mm. That is how the, the husband man would marry the bride. That is where the groom will marry the bride. It's a union. Fuma haleta finatisma. Amen. Where that union is something that God is looking forward to. And that is your destination. That is your destiny. So make sure you study the word. Make sure you fall in love with the word. As boring as it looks, read it. Fall in love. As you are reading and it's getting boring, tell the Bible, fall in love with me. I want to fall in love with you. Fall in love with me. Bible, open up. Bible, open up. Fall in love with me. Show me your heart now. Toast this Bible. When I say toast this Bible, it's prayer. That's what I'm saying. It's really prayer. You pray. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. I'm the street betwixt two. Okay, should I, should I, should I not? I'll go this way, I can see where I'm joining into. <laughs> should, I, should I go back? Well, I'm so tempted to continue going forward. Amen. Amen. The reason is because. Your Bible. Eh? Your Bible is the only way God will talk to you. As you are talking and you are thinking about ah how will I how will I do this thing? And then maybe just maybe only God just spoke to you. Do it this way. Do you know what just spoke to you? It's Bible. Now, it may not look like it said, John 3.16 says this, therefore do this. I mean, that's the interpretation in a way. But even when it's not, because that happens most of the time. But when it's not even happening in that way, it is still that way. How? Because the reason why Holy Ghost can speak to you and tell you, don't go this direction. Go this direction. is because it, as it's telling you that, it will give you insight into yes. why you should not go that way and you should yes. go this way. Mm. And when it's doing that, mm. it's how it shows you is through scripture. Mm. Now, some understand is some of the understanding you have that that instruction will rest on, mm. even though it doesn't look like. Blessed is the man who walk not in the way of the ungodly. Right, but what God is telling you is, ah, don't do that. You shouldn't do that to your brother. Mm-hmm. But you, won't, you may not, you may not interpret it as blessed is the man who does not work in the way of the ungodly. But one day you might have read, blessed is the man who does not work in the way of the ungodly. You have read it. You've even forgotten you read it. But when you read it, that when you were reading it and you, you know you figured it out. Oh, that day I didn't like. Oh, wow! So I should not work in the way. And you've even forgotten. That is an, that is something Holy Ghost can work with in the future. 
Amen. So, it, it, is, it is difficult for the Holy Spirit to lead you or guide you without, without relating with the word to lead you. It is difficult. I mean, there are spectacular ways where it could happen in exceptions because of the abundant mercy of God, but it's not always in play. And when it's in play, it is not all the time. So which means that you, if you are, if you are looking for seldom, eh, you would almost not live. It's like, it's like, <laughs> Why are you laughing? He was going to speak to you once a year. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, and I like that thought. is very interesting. Yeah. Because that's almost what happens. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you want God to speak to you once, once a year, mm-hmm. maybe it's not a bad idea. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you are talking about your daily bread, then you then, then you can't you can't you can't neglect the word. Mm. And you need to have a consciousness in your heart about the word that this word is living. See this Bible is a living organism. One day, I think I was watching Sid Root one day, mm. and a guy was just sharing his experience mm. where he said that oh, God showed him a vision. Like that vision, all of a sudden, it moved into a space. Like a big land like that with, you know, trees, grasses. No, what most people see when they go to heaven. But he said in there, all of a sudden, he saw the word, the Bible. The Bible opened, and then a big light was shining from it. Then when that light finished shining, he just saw in it like a heart. Mm. In the, inside the Bible, beating. Boom, 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 boom. Pump it like a real heart. Pump it, pump, pump. Then he knew that God was was talking to him that about the word, right? That I think there's something God actually wanted to talk to him about, right? But that was just part of the experience, right? Now, to me, when I saw that, I was like, ah, it's too too true. Why? Because this Bible, as you as it looks like paper to you, it's not paper. It's spirit. Yes. It lives. Yes. When you see heart, that is where you find the heart of God. Oh, yes, sir. See that pumping mm. blood is a sign of life. It shows mm. that it is living. Mm. It is powerful. Mm. So if it is living, mm-hmm. then that means it wants to be toasted. Yes. Mm. Once you want, wants you to toast him. Toast me now, Alpha. Now let me see. It's like it's like you women that do shakara. You know, it's when it's when a, it's when a guy is coming around and let me do shakara soon. Or do I mean, in righteousness you don't do shakara. I mean, I mean now when I say don't do shakara, I mean it's either ye or nay. Huh, lady, please, can I, uh, you know, uh, you look so awesome, beautiful. Can I be with you, please? I'll get back to you. Mm. 
and as you're getting back, it's not that. <laughs> it's not with me. Oh my gosh. Oh my no. <laughs> oh my god, he asked me. <laughs> oh, that one. We know your answer. We know what your answer is going to be. <laughs> so don't need, don't need to. I mean, you that you have to judge with righteousness. Nay, if it is yay, uh -huh. you don't just. But that one too. When I say don't shout at the you just say yay. <laughs> 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 Can I be with you? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> eh? you, need to, you, need to, you need to make sure that from the moment of can uh, before you even get to the can I, you'll be looking at it from afar. Before before the can I thing show, you you would you would have sized it. <laughs> if you, if you now come, can I? Ah, for where? Then check, submit it to authority, mm. Mm. and check. Mm. Yeah. So there are there are So you guys don't just come and say yay. <laughs> that's how they, yeah. that's how they do it in the world. Yeah. How? Yeah. Hello, Mama Sita. You're looking so Sita. Can I please take you home, me sister? Eh? They give you a rhyme, and then when you hear a rhyme like this, your head will swear. Ah! Oh, well, what is me? They are people like this. Ah. Sit and get switch mouth, too. And even brothers in the church get switch mouth. So don't be, don't be confused. Don't be, don't be confused by a brother. We are the same brother in the church. We are all, calm down, calm down. There's something we call righteousness. God will lead you, God will guide you. Amen. Amen. I can't even get this if. Okay, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about funny. I'm talking about toasting, toasting the world. So right now, eh, what you should be toasting day and night is Bible. Don't worry about no guy toasting you. You have something to toast. This Bible, if this Bible is not toasting you yet, you are not ready for a guy to toast you. If the Bible has not started responding to you, eh? You've not, you've not, you've not wooed scripture yeah. enough for it to become alive to you. Ah, don't even, don't even, don't even near a bubble. Mm. Why? Because there's a, there's a lot that God needs to put in you when it comes to relationship tools. God needs to establish a lot in you. Okay, how are we going to talk? Hmm? Do you even, do you even understand what I'm talking to you? Do you get it? Have you, have you recognized my voice here? You know that voice area is a difficult one. Mm. No thought is driven voice. Because, mm. mm. <clears throat> I mean, it's almost similar in a way. Because when you are thinking, it's voices you hear in your head, right? But when you say voice, ah, that area can be... Yeah, it's, easy, it's easy to handle thought, and it's, it's easy to... When you say voice, ah, that one, because you've not been checking... Is it the voice of God? Is it the voice of evil spirit? Is it the voice of my soul? Is it the voice of my body? Is it the voice? Your body has voice. Your soul has voice. Your spirit has voice. Evil spirit has voice. Ah, only God has voice. You don't, you don't have any voice. You need to now figure out which one is talking. Some people, when they thought the Holy Ghost is speaking, it's not the Holy Ghost speaking. It's suspicion. That's the voice of the soul 
and the body sometimes, body, your body can be talking to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you are not wise, that you you yield into, because this area too is very tricky. I'm just going to mention this area and leave it because it's not the focus, right? But I noticed it's also a pitfall where people that are learning righteousness because of what they are exposed to, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, mm. it heightens your cognitive mm. ability, development. When mm. I say cognitive, I mean, how do I put it? Your, you know, the, way, the way you think, because of revelation, because when you begin to learn righteousness, you'll be exposed mm. to the world of revelation, mm -hmm. which makes you know things that you shouldn't know. And because you also get, you also, it also gives you insight into souls. Mm. Therefore, you can easily, you can easily assume many things with souls. Mm. The reason why you did this is because of this, 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 and that. Wow. He may, I mean, Jesus. when you where, mm. where you end up, maybe, mm. maybe, maybe the actual thing, but how the journey get there may be wrong. And how that journey happened is it has a lot to say about the understanding of the whole matter. Mm -hmm. But if you are the kind that just only was ah, this, 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 you just adding what they what they call that is being sensual. Mm -hmm. That is what it means to be sensual. But it looks like being spiritual. Mm -hmm. It looks like being being discerning. You are not discerning. You are suspicious. Mm -hmm. So let me quickly leave that. Mm. Go back to where I'm going. So, make sure that you have formed a relationship with the word. Mm. The way the word relates with you. Mm. The way the word talks to you. The way, the, I mean, you are, you are let, let it be that the word is as real. Mm. I used to say this, and, now, and this is not the first time I'm saying this. And this will not be the last time I say it. I will keep saying it. Is the word of God must turn from this paper and become a person that you talk to. That it's not only when you open paper you are talking with your Bible. As you are going, you and Bible are gisting. The Bible is telling you. Remember in John three sixteen, I know it's written inside me like this. You are having conversation with Bible. And then you, you will not be like, oh, yes, true. John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world. And some of us, if you don't open, what does John 3, 16 say? John 3, 16, for God so, <laughs> for God so loved that world that to give his only begotten son. We, we, we don't even know. As simple as John 3, 16 is. I'm, I'm joking. I know everybody knows John 3, 16. Even believers know John 3, 16. Right. I'm just using it as an example, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It might be so, it might be so, 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 the Bible might be so far from you. Mm -hmm. Anybody that will learn that, one of the things, I mean, for me, one of the things they heightened is the way I interact with scripture. Mm. Before I started learning writers, it wasn't, it wasn't as strong. It wasn't even strong, because I don't even know. But the moment God opened my eyes, all of a sudden, Bible passages that I read when I was tiny, when I was still in children's mm. church, all of a sudden began to make sense. Ah, ah. I said, eh. 
It's that time I actually realized that the Bible is living. Mm. I didn't know that the Bible is living before. You no, know, I've heard preachers say the Bible is the living word of God. This is the, I've heard of that. I mean, they've said it a billion times. I myself, I know. Right? I know. I know it. Okay. When I say I know it, it means I don't, I have not, I don't know it experientially. But I know it overhead. Okay, they said the word. I know it as they told me that the word of God is the living word of God. That the Bible is the living word of God. But I have not experienced it. I don't know what it is. The way I still live the Bible is as if, okay, I'm still trying to get that living. Okay. You know, and one thing that always encourages me is the way, you know, I've, I know I've, I've said this story before. You know, how I see people quoting Bible. Before, I started seeing people quoting scripture and I was like, how are these people doing it? They, my first example was my mother. Mm. Because when she's talking and she's praying, she's like, ha, in, in uh, the book, the Bible says we will not. Uh, 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 how do you know this one? Do you know where Sam? Or And you don't if they are the secret place of the mustache and about that shadow of the woman, that's what I'm trying to say. And don't be happy to do a lot of money. And I'm like, how do they how do they know this one? So to me it was like movie. And in that time I'd be like, yes, go on, go on. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know when you, you know you do you can't do anything but you say, oh, you know, that's that's how I feel. I'm not saying that's what I do. That's the way I feel. I say, okay, correct, <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> I like as you're doing it, it's okay, but me, I don't know. Mm. So, and then I went about my rebellious, rebellious years. So, that was that. But when I got to understand the scripture, as boring, so all those boring, boring things I read, all them began to make sense. But they were boring. Mm. Imagine I had stopped. I won't, I won't realize that they are not boring. Mm. I just forget it. I used to hate all those ones that talk about names. Ah! My mother, I'm like, how are you related to anything in Bible? It's just names. And Joseph begat this. I mean, what, what? I mean, just tell me the story. Let me go on. But when Holy Ghost began to quicken the word, when the word came alive, and I said, I, and this is not a joke. When the word came alive, it literally became a person that talks to me. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, when I'm interacting with scripture, it's as if somebody is there. <coughs> Excuse me. Beside me, I'm gisting. I'm talking. Then I now realize that the Holy Ghost has actually won the scriptures. Mm. The Holy Ghost is wearing scripture and then it's talking to me. Talking to me. So I'm seeing scripture. I'm seeing Holy Ghost. The two now became the same. Because when you look at scripture here, when you open it, this is what we call the mind of the spirit. If Holy Ghost wants to unveil, this is what he uses. Amen. So this is the mind of the spirit. Excuse me. And you know the mind of the spirit is where you can find the will of God. <coughs> Excuse me. No one, no one knows the things of God except the spirit. Now, I don't think we've opened Bible today, Abby. 
<clears throat> but we've opened Bible, so I've, I've talked a lot and, I've, and we've not opened Bible. Mm-hmm. That's serious, so. Nine. By washing me. Be washing me. Amen. Amen. So, <clears throat> the, the, Because of time, I won't feel good if we don't open Bible at all. Amen. Please uh, bear with me. <coughs> Brother, I've been talking for a long time and then my truth is now dry. Can we open to the book of First Corinthians chapter two? To fall in love with the word again. Ah. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter two, <clears throat> verse nine. Let's from verse nine to verse eleven. So, but it is written, "I hath not seen, nor ear heard." Never have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them 
that love him. What God has prepared for them that love him. See, it's as it is, I have not seen, nor hear, heard, either have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. This Bible passage is a very, very, very common passage. Me, I even, when I was not even serious with God, I know this Bible passage. And, I, and everything that I know this Bible passage is tied to is something, our destiny that we are expecting. Something that is not God's destiny. When I say it's not God's destiny, I mean what we wrote for ourselves and expected ourselves to come to. No, whatever, whatever dream you have that, oh, I'll be... I'll be a lawyer and a successful lawyer which will make a lot of money and I'll build a lot of houses. I'll buy fancy cars. Amen. People should stop looking at this baby and, and listen to me. People should listen to me. Amen. Amen. Don't be distracted. Amen. Amen. Don't let the prettiness of the baby distract you. The word is very important. Yes, Amen. 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 So it says, but it is I have not seen here, nor, nor here heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. This is what God has prepared for them that love him. So which means, this, this passage, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it's talking about God's expectation. There's something God has prepared for them that love him. And there is a reason why ears or Eyes have not seen, neither hears heard. It's not because what God wants to do for you is so is so spectacular than your neighbor that eyes have not seen, hear or not hear heard. Yeah. You know when we think about it, that's why we yeah. ah eyes have not seen. And most of the time, most of the time, eh, the reason why eyes have not seen and we are quoting that scripture is what he was talking about in this chapter, First Corinthians chapter three. When he says, an eye brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for either you were not able to bear it. Why? Neither yet now are ye able. It means you are still not able. Why? For ye are yet carnal. For, where, for whereas there is among you envy, strife, and divisions are ye not carnal and walk as men if i want to say as mere men that's what it means sometimes the reason why we talk that way is because of this thing envy strive you see something somebody had that was so good ah, all of a sudden somebody just got eyes are not seen why why has i not seen what what's the problem what are you thinking Somebody just got something. I appreciate it. Thank God for it. Which one is eyes I have not seen? Ah, it's true. What the scripture is talking about that eyes have not seen is not something anybody can see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You've not heard about it. Because you've not grown to the point where you love him yet. Most people that even talk about that, some of them may not even love God that much. Some of them may be actually be going to the club and you know, and then maybe they like church and they're like, ah, eyes are not seen. You know what those people are going? It's not like that, right? There is actually them that love God, which when you get to that love, it opens a world of God to you, 
which you now begin to see God's expectation, God's end. What God really, really wants for you. The reason why eyes have not seen it, nor hears it, is because it is hidden. It is a mystery in God. And God is not canon. God, do you think what is in God is your house or whatever glory you are thinking about? No. It is about an expectation of God which is for you to be made united with him in love. Amen. So let me move forward. It says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. So it's not beginning to talk about how God will reveal these things to you. So if they say, as they have not seen no ears yet, then please don't stop there. Go to the next chapter. They say, but God, what happened? God hath revealed them. Okay. So they are telling you that there's a way you actually see them. So it's not about whatever your neighbor has not seen concerning you. How you are going to blow. That's not it. They're talking about something that God kept hidden. And there's a way to get it. So I said, but as it is it said, verse 10, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. So how you see it is by his spirit. For the spirit such at all things, yea, the deep things of God. These deep things of God are the things that eyes have not seen, nor ears heard. So it's not about you or what you are going to become with money and all kinds of things. It's not about that. They are telling you that there are, there are yeah, the deep things of God. It's the deep things of God that eyes have not seen. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now, says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he act, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. See, when I'm reading this thing, it's pregnant. But I don't think I have words to, to break it down. But I'm going, to tr- I'm going to try my best. But I'm going to just go from the thought that brought me here. Right? Which is knowing... But we have the, received not the spirit of this... Okay, but, but then you say verse 11. Say for... I'll go from the reason why I'm talking the way I'm talking is because I'm trying to, and I'm talking fast. Please, I talk too fast sometimes. If I'm, I talk too fast and you didn't hear what I said, please can you just raise hand like this and say sorry. Repeat. When you just raise your hand like this, I know it's that you are saying I should repeat it. 
because I'm rushing, so I speak fast. But then I can also go slow. Amen. Amen. So it says, For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. So the things of God knoweth no man. Do you know that the things of God are hidden in the scriptures? doesn't know any man. Right? But the spirit of God. But the spirit of God. So the spirit of God knows the mind of God. Amen? So we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Now, there's a reason why I say we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God. Because the spirit of the world, what it would do for you is to teach you things of this world. What you will have access to is the mind of this world. Right? If you have the spirit of the world. And to a measure, we have that. Hmm? All of us have a measure of that. Because that is what the Spirit of God is coming to override, remove. That is how the Spirit of God is going to re-knit you, unknit you, and knit you again. That is why God needed to unwoven you. You've been, you've been framed, you've been woven with all kinds of material. Some, some linked to God in a way. Most of it, not at all. When you get born again, God can still find some of his things in you. How? Some of, some of the things that, some of his things that he gave to Adam passed on all men. Because it's not everything inside Adam that got erased when he sinned. Amen. Amen. There are still, there's still some God's life in Adam that God passed down from generation to generation. So when God is buying you back and getting you born again, eh, he's not buying something that is entirely rotten. Anything that is entirely rotten would be purchasable. Now, which means if there is a little... No matter how small, any minute form of repentance in you, God will buy you back. Amen. And that minute repentance is not that just that you are, oh, I'm remorseful. It means that there's, an, there's a tendency for you. There's a tendency for you to turn from evil. God will buy you back. That tendency is whatever God is the, is the leftover of God's life in you. If that is not there in any way, it means you are meant to be, you are meant for wood. Eh? That they used to do fire. And that is what the beast will become. The beast will be irredeemable. Mm. Eh? The Antichrist or his, his court too. Eh? Mm. There are men that they will say no to God. They will, on their deathbed, they will keep cursing God. God, I curse you. I don't, I don't love you. are wicked. So God, you know, there are souls. Those kind of souls eh, are the souls that they will throw into fire. Why? Because they are rotten. They are good for nothing but to be burned. Amen. Amen. But if there is any minute form, ah, God will chase that soul. God will chase it. 
If God can chase lost souls to hell and preach to them, mm. eh? when Christ died, yes, sir. I know he resurrected. He didn't just. He first of all preached to souls who are in who are who were initially or who were once disobedient. Mm. That's what Paul told us. Eh? He pre- when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, he preached to them. Yeah. What do you think he's preaching to them? Yeah. If it's like per adventure, there will be a chance for you to be saved. I'm pretty sure some souls left here that 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 day. Mm. And I'm just saying, I believe in my heart. When when Christ rose up from the dead, some souls left hell. Mm. No hell is not the final destination. Yes, sir. It's lake. lake. I mean that one, nothing can save you. Lake? Uh, no, nothing can save you from lake. If you if you end up there, you are gone. Mm. Eh? So there is there is a tendency for God to save you. So God will chase you. So, that tells me it is not easy to lose your salvation. Salvation, salvation is not something you just lose like that. And you say, oh, because, uh, because I lied today. Mm. I mean, of course, you can lose it. I'm just saying mm. it, is, it is deeper than that. Yeah. Deeper than that. that let's, let's say you don't lie. Fine. There are so many things else inside you wrong that is sin. Just because you can do the moment you get born again, you can do the whole Ten Commandment, <laughs> right? Doesn't doesn't save you. Yes, sir. In short, you are just getting started. <laughs> the law does not save you. Mm. Eh? The Ten Commandment does not save you. Eh? And the work of grace. When you say we're not under the law, we're not under grace. The work of grace mm. is not to is not to make you. It's not to make you. Immune to the law. Mm. When you have grace, you still do that. Do everything in the law, you still do it. Abby? Mm-hmm. Just because there's grace, does that mean you should go and be lying? No, no. Right? So, there's what grace is for. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. I almost time, and I looked at this time, and I knew this was going to happen. When I opened Bible at that time, this was good. This was going to be the outcome. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to try and round up fast, and I won't forget. I'll try and talk about that that uh, temple. Uh, and I think the I, I remember the thought that took me there. You people should please, in case I forget, remind me. So the thought that took us to the temple is outside the courts. You can play and do all kinds of things, but in the temple. There's, there's, a, there's a different law coming out of there, right? So please uh, remember that. So, um, going back to uh, this First um, Corinthians, and again, I feel today, now the emphasis here, really, if you check it, you know, the, way the, the way the meeting went, the emphasis is really much more on this, on this Bible thing. Yes. How, to, how to fall in fall love with the, with the world. Now, that is an attitude fufa pika iprafia to sin. That if it el ina at em all, if it is it ah, Esther. Now, oh Lord Jesus, what they are, what they are showing you is the attitude of a seeker. So when they say, but seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness, right? 
you know, on Tuesday, that's pretty much what they were teaching us, yeah. right? But seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, right? To seek the kingdom and his righteousness, eh? Mm. You, must be a, you must be a Bible lover. Mm. How will you seek kingdom? Is it not by Bible? Yes, sir. Where will you find it? Mm. Is when you can't find it, if this scripture does not open up to you and begin to talk to you, yeah. eh? You see the scripture as your friend. If that does not happen, hey, yeah, you agree, Abby? <laughs> if, that does, if that does not, say, yeah. If that does not happen, eh, you cannot find the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How they know you are seeking kingdom is you are taking your spiritual life serious. Yes, sir. You are reading your Bible. You are praying. And you are wrestling with spirit, mm. fighting you from studying, fighting you from mm. praying. I know some of us also got, some of us also got uh, born again into word of righteousness. Yeah? And when we got born again into word of righteousness, this area of milk, even though although we are still reading, but there's still a way. No, there's you know there's a difference between when you experience because there's a way when you come when you when you when you come into light in the word of righteousness, and you've not really gone through milk well. There's a way. There's a sense of. I have, I have, I have, I have understanding now. Mm. So there's, there, you can easily, mm. you can easily overlook yeah. certain things you should have, natures, disciplines you should have mm. built mm. that you didn't. But because you have access to revelation, you think you have it, but you don't. People that go through experiences to make sure these things happen to them, they didn't just go. They actually have an advantage over you. It's the truth. They have an advantage because, like I've been, I've been saying, the things you learn when you make doesn't just go. They grow to become more sophisticated. So, we should be humble enough to, to, to and meek enough to learn the milk of the word. Ah, please. Who, who understand what I mean by the milk of the word? Who understand? Everybody understand? No question in that area. Eh? When I say milk of the world, do we all understand what it means? Yes. You understand? You understand? Not entirely. Not entirely. Okay. Now, because it's, it's good though. You know, there's a reason why I'm asking these questions. Because now, if I'm if I begin journey and I'm talking and I'm saying all these things and, you know, it's not really, really clear like that, ah, we still have a long way to go. Now, here... I'm not interested in coming and just start talking and saying I hide things and nobody understands. It, I'm very particular about foundation. I'm very particular because the purpose you know, of all these things we are hearing is for building. It's for building. We must be built up. We must be built up. When people, when, when, how? When you see, when when you are built and you you you, you just move out there, eh? It should be visible that you are built. Okay. Yes, sir. You are not you are not religious. You are not confused. You know, religion is another problem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The purpose of properly being built properly is to is to live many things like religion. Yes, sir. Till today, eh? Most of us are still suffering from yes. religion. Serious one. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah? yes, sir. So, some of us, the reason why we can't understand some things in righteousness is because we have so much religion. Yes, sir. 
so much. I will not go in that area. I just say there's another area whereby you won't know you have religion during each day. But I'll keep quiet. When that time is right, religion, religion, ah, religion, religion is is is, is a blind spot. But let me continue so that we can end the meeting today quickly. Amen. Amen. And that by quickly, I hope in the next five, ten minutes. So I go to First Corinthians chapter 2, verse. Verse. Ah! Ah! Did I say five to ten minutes? And I've not explained that thing that threw us in this direction. Ah, okay. So, so verse 10 says, But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Fanaha. Hello, open, evunda, e krahaisto, e pon, e font efima. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. I don't know how this is going to link to what they are doing, but what the, what what that interpretation of that tongue is open Christ. Mm-hmm. It's to open Christ. Amen? Mm-hmm. No, Christ needs to be opened. Yes, yes. If it's not opened, souls can't enter Christ. When I say can't enter Christ, it's not getting born again. I'm, I'm, I'm of Jesus. I'm trying to be like, Mm-mm. Christ. I mean, I always remember what I called Christ. Who was here? Was it a couple of meetings ago when I was explaining what Christ is? Was it last meeting? Or two meetings ago. I think it was last Tuesday I talked what Christ was. Was it? Who knows? Who, who, who remember what I call Christ? Eh? Eh, yes, I know. I, I know you know, but we can't really hear you. <laughs> Amen. Who remember what I call Christ? I, I just explained it briefly. Okay, what do you understand by Christ? <laughs> you can't remember what I said. Yeah? <laughs> ah, I know it is not a maturity. <laughs> I know I, I know I, I know how you talk that way quickly <laughs> to escape. Please now. Nah, eh? I'm 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 not begging you. Who can remember what I okay, who wants to explain what Christ is? Quickly, just quickly. I think that might be the day, yeah. Yeah, when you said law, the schoolmaster, that before we started Christ, we are still under the law. Yes. Christ is a law. Mm. No, no. I might have said that, but that's, 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 that's not the, the summary. So I'm, I'm just looking for the summary. Then I explained. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means we have to take that class again. 
it's not the last meeting no it's 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 couple of meetings ago i think a couple of tuesdays ago so not last tuesday the one before last tuesday i think that's when i mentioned it so who remember what i call christ okay i i, I take it that we didn't remember So this 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 one is jump question. If you know in school, what what would have happened is tear a sheet of paper. <laughs> you know, I, I many of us have been through that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Maybe our teacher will just enter class. What is this? And then maybe not even that. Maybe we are in the middle of something, and then the professor, teacher will ask one question. Okay, who remember this? Nobody. Tear a sheet of paper. This is a mini test. It will be five, five, five out of five out of hundred in your entire grade. Explain osmosis. Mm. So I don't, I can't just say tear sheet of paper now. So it's all right. Mm. I guess again we are not we are not we, we, we are not fully 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 there yet too. So open 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 open. Open, open Christ. Amen. Amen. Are you sure you want to go home tonight? Somebody should quickly answer me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was not really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, Allah, you don't want to go home. Now, again, but because I don't, I don't want to digress too much from the center of the teaching today. But what the Spirit is saying is mm. really about opening Christ. Mm. Now, it's almost as if it's an instruction for me to teach about Christ. But I don't know if it's an instruction that will happen today or some mm. other time. Of course, what we are learning mm. today is leading to the opening of Christ. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, I feel, I feel there's a... And, 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 and that tongue is actually, is actually in line with what I feel God is looking for us to, to come into in this season. They really want to open Christ and I'm praying for entrance. Amen. Now, when they're about to open something, what they begin to do is they begin to talk about it. Now, what they've been doing is they're trying to take us from milk. And I remember there's a tongue that came that talked about milk, meat, milk, meat. Milk, meek, meat, yeah. right? It's talking about mm. moving from milk to meat mm. and meekness as an entrance mm. from milk to meat, right? There's, 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 I, I, I saw that understanding when that tongue came, right? And also there's other interpretation that also came with that, that we heard that day, amen? Now, it's, there's, a, there's a journey from milk meet and where we are as as a as a as as a body collectively is actually transitioning from milk to meat so I see God full for my heart of any day I see God doing a lot of work groundwork to solidify our understanding when it comes to milk itself these things are things is like they want to add to us to gain stature. 
so that see this thing then if you can understand them and use them it will it will seal your understanding when it comes to right all of righteousness what's righteousness all the things you've been hearing that does not make sense all of a sudden almost in like it's like at the sound of a trumpet in Tugula Banai, you'll be caught up and you just understand Amen. Amen. But let's get this thing, right? So what you are hearing, don't play with it. Take it. Honestly, I just I just love the spirit today. I just love I just love the flow. Now I'm I'm just I'm just praying because sometimes it's not always the same. I'm praying that on Saturday we'll find grace to continue. Amen. I'll see Shah, but almost the way the way the way it, the way the flow was even on Saturdays almost as if mm. we've been Tuesday and Saturdays have always been together. Mm. It's almost as if last Tuesday and last Thursday is when they split it mm. into two. Mm. But I don't know if they'll merge it back mm. or they'll they'll split it still. When I say split, it means the stream of teachings mm. is almost split splitting into two. Amen. So the thought on Saturday is beginning to journey towards everlasting life in a way, right? Even though it carries some measure of bulk that we are learning, right? But it's still, I mean, I'm seeing maybe it's it's cheese, not full milk and not full meat. It's in between. It's like cheese. When you eat cheese, it's solid milk, right? Amen. So we're going to learn Christ. Just to give a quick summary and explain what Christ is. I said Christ is a work that God wrought. Amen. So Christ is a work that God wrought. Now, the scripture for that is Ephesians. We just read it. Ephesians 1 and you read it from verse 17 to the end. You see where in the dimension that, um, and to know, know what is the mm. inheritance of which say, which, uh, which were God, what he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, you know, those part. Mm. Now, when you read it, you see, because of time, I'm not going to read it too much. It's talking exactly that God wrought, when you say wrought, means mm. created something in Christ. So in the person that you see as Jesus, mm. There's something God created inside him that is called Christ. Which you and I must learn. Right? So, it is, it is that thing that Jesus came into that made his name Jesus Christ. Because it was just Jesus when he was born. He was child, he was Jesus, the newborn baby Jesus. Then he, he, now, he now became the child Jesus. After he grew up, when God has finished a work inside him, he is now Christ Jesus. He became Jesus the Christ. Right? So all, all, all the word is all the word Christos. So the Christos of God. Is the Christ of God. Amen. So Christ is a work which you and I must learn. When we learn it, we would also become Christ's. Mm. And that is where 
you heard the saying, become Christ, become Christ, will do Christ, will do Christ, when you are Christ, when you are Christ. So there's, what they are referring to is that walk inside Christ, which you would come into. Now, when you come into that work, you will gain right of passage into God. Right? Mm. And that, that walk, right, is what Jesus called the way. Amen. That walk is what Jesus called the way. We say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And of course, the life there is talking about God. So, the way, the truth moves you to the life. Amen. So, that is Christ. But to get there, there's, there's, there's a way to get to Christ. There's a way to start learning Christ. There's a lot of things that will happen and God will help us over time as we begin to journey from, to transition from milk to meat that God will uh, help us to define these things properly. There's a whole lot that we need to learn in this area. But there's something that God needs to put in us. There's a desire. You know, God has been rotting things and if we are sensitive, Yes, you would sir. you would pay attention to them. Is God has been putting things inside us That's like love, love, to love Him, yeah. to desire Him, mm-hmm. to to seek Him. Now talking about love, fall in love with Him. Yes, like they're talking they're talking about seek. Mm-hmm. Now those are the things. What, all those things they are referring to mm-hmm. is what used to yes, knock on the yes. door for Him to open mm-hmm. up the world of Christ. Mm-hmm. When, when somebody falls in love enough, when you fall in love, right, there are attitudes of things that would be in you. So there's an attitude of a lover. Attitude of a lover is he loves the spirit. He loves the word. He loves to, or he or she loves to pray, right? All these things. There's, there's a yearning desire to know. Those are, those are signs of lovers. Amen. Amen. When there's a sign of love inside you, like to this, as I'm not seeing, as I'm not here, they're talking about uh, to them that oh, that love God. Uh-huh. So when you come into that into that stature of love, because there's you, you you don't have enough love when you get born again to actually start knowing God. They have to grow you to the point where you have enough love. To do that. Amen. Amen. So, it says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. Oh, wow, Jesus. I thought 10 to 15 minutes. I told you, it's two people that caught, it's two people that caught it too. I just asked a question about, uh, no, I can't, I can't take you guys more than 10. I know uh, that's, that will be too late. Right? But I asked you people, people are the, I, I had to explain Right for I mean I had to explain that's why. So this one I'm not even sorry. I'm not sorry. Not normally I feel bad, but this one I'm not sorry because I have to explain. Mm-hmm. Now I now have my ten to fifteen minutes. Now mm-hmm. okay, good. 
<laughs> I know many of you are. Please don't be angry with me. <laughs> Just fall in love with Jesus. So we have we have about ten to fifteen minutes. Hopefully not, but I'll rush it quickly. I I don't know. I feel sad. I'm rushing it, Sha. But it says no. I've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. If you want to know the things, because the word the, the key word here is to know. So when you say to know, means to reveal the things that are freely given to us. How would you know it? You must have access to the mind of God. Right? It says, which things also we speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now, to understand this scripture, eh, this scripture is, is to know the operation of the Spirit with scripture, which translates to him, interpreting spiritual things with spiritual. You know, when, when this word becomes, uh, comes alive mm. and it begins to talk to you, it's a spiritual thing. Mm. Now, what, what comes out of the word to you, yeah. to interact with you, is a spiritual thing. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Right. So, the spirit gives you spiritual things. So when the word jumps out of, when the word comes alive, when the living word is talking to you, it is a spiritual thing. Now, the scripture says you compare spiritual with spiritual, meaning that you compare scripture with scripture, but not just scripture with scripture. It's the interaction of that scripture with another scripture. Mm. So, what that does, there's, there's an operation of the Holy Ghost where when he begins to bring things alive to you, to, to quicken you in the word, then he begins to give you insight into the word. And then he will now be showing you a roadmap. How this scripture connects that scripture, connects the other scripture, to give you an understanding. This thing I'm saying, where you really, 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 really see it is in Christ. So the way I'm saying it, but 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 I'm tra- I'm trying to just give you like a peek into the word of Christ, but just to see it the way it works. Before you even get there, how does scripture relate with you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The scripture can relate with you, can talk to you, can become a person, can be alive. So that the scripture is not just something you quote and you have as an archive of passages you can quote. No. It's actually when you are speaking it. It's actually alive. It's not just something you are quoting. It's something that is alive to you. Because it has re- that scripture you are speaking about has revealed itself to you. You know what it's saying. There's an understanding it established. So, you are able to speak about the scripture. Amen. So, how the Holy Ghost, how the Holy Ghost teach you, right? Or reveal the wisdom of God to you is it comes alive. And it begins to give you passages. It brings them to your, to your knowledge. Amen. So, verse 14, I'm rounding up soon. It says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually distant. Said, but he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself 
is judged of no man. So, now, this is the last verse, and that's why I'm going to jump into um, the last part, and then we'll, we'll, I'll quickly talk about the tabernacle, and then we'll that thing. So, for, for who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. I know there's a lot of extravagant, you know, extravagant believers that carry we have the mind of Christ. In my mind is Christ. I am Christ. Question, do you think like it? Okay. If you are not literally thinking like it yet, then you don't have it. No matter how much, no matter how much you quote it, you do not have it. Quoting it does not make you have it. You actually grow to have it. Right? But that doesn't mean you don't have it. You just have it in your spirit. But your soul hasn't come to the knowledge of that which you have in your spirit. Your soul must journey to the point where it now knows or it, it's, it's actually evidently having it. Then you can say you have the mind of Christ. But that doesn't mean it's not true. Because you have the mind of Christ in your spirit. Amen. So, what am I saying here? It says, but we, but who, for who hath known the mind of the Lord? So, who hath known? The mind of the Lord. So there is a mind of the Lord which needs to be known. Now, what this question is kind of rhetorical in a way. Because he said, Who had known the mind of the Lord? But they told us earlier that who knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So they are actually telling you that for who had known the mind of the Lord? The answer is the Spirit. Who had known the mind? What is the Spirit? So if the Spirit has known the mind, then the spirit, the way, the, way, the way the spirit shows you the mind is by unveiling, is by unveiling the, the word to you. He opens up the word to you. He opens it up. Flip it. Cut it. Dissect it. Open it for you. When it opens it for you, then it begins to show you the mind of the Lord. Amen. So when Bible is opening up to you, what is giving you access into is the mind of the spirit. Because this, all this scripture is the mind. So when you read it and it comes alive to you, it's giving you, it's showing you its mind. What is what is thinking? When when I say it's showing you his mind, there's something Holy Ghost is thinking. When he's telling the people that wrote it down. So when he now shows you his mind, is when he now opens this Bible up for you in that way to know what he was thinking when he wrote it. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the scripture is the mind of God. And that is why we should fall in love with the word. Be a word lover. Hmm? Be a word lover. Be a diehard for the word. Eh? Okay. Quick question. I know all of us will that. Who wants to grow spiritually? Me too. <laughs> if you want to grow... Fatima Ali Pata, eh? they fall in love. Profina, Efat Efrofesemi, Efrepata, Efrata, Efrosafina Matapa, Patifepat, Opantipa part open, open part, Pan part, part open, Ipati part, open, open party part, part open, party part, 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 part. Part open, open, 
open part open part open part open part it's as if I'm just seeing a part opened up these things these things are panimo for for panipo for ni parfum de parfum no pour pour parfum of of if 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 of 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 if up if of if 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 up up as up 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 on this part petro part pit part 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 open open part hello jesus this is blessing this is impartation if you if you desire if you desire to fall in love with the scriptures Pasi teve ni alima. Pate elimo kopate. Peto pate pat. Fini feli fosi. Patina pata. I'm seeing, I'm seeing in my spirit. God opened like, like he opened the path in the sea. Where there was no way. Then he opened the path. Then Israel journeyed. I'm seeing God removing every hindrance. Every hindrance. Concerning your journey in the spirit. For you to cross over. Every limitation. Every, everything that discourages you. I see the Lord removing them. Removing, God parting way for you in the spirit. Removing obstacles. Amen. Obstacles that war against your seeking. Amen. That wars against your movement into the promised land. Amen. That wars against. I'm seeing the Lord remove it for you. Mose, 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 God is releasing a mosaic authority. To lead you out, out of Egypt, out of all that holds you bound, Amen. from understanding Bible, oh. from understanding scriptures, oh. for getting access to Christ. My city Venemoshita, open parts. Let there be a deliverance Amen. of the mind, Amen. access in the spirit Amen. to begin to try. To begin to move. To begin a new relationship in the spirit. A new relationship with the word. To come into the prophetic nature of the word. Where the word would open. Every heart listening to me tonight. Desire a sincere access into the word. Elima. Let there be a parting, an opening, a remove of every hindrance, and access given to journey further in the spirit, to move further in the spirit, to move further in the spirit. Let there be a release. Amen. Oil, anointing, 
You are anointed for to understand. For to understand. For to begin to enjoy the sweet fellowship of the Spirit. Sweet fellowship. Sweet fellowship. Breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. A repair in your foundation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Kate Popali Panu Opate. Show to show you. Opuni Punu Opun. Muti Opun. E Moti Epoti Opun. Muti Opun. Moti Moti Opun. Moti she have opened it. I've opened it. I've opened it. Portinete pona. Panipotefenes. Ponitesefin. Thank you, Father. A sito forima. A sito venima. Thank you for your impartation. Thank you for the release of your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. A sitefenimoshita, brother. Thank you, Father. Amen. I don't know. Time has gone. I don't. I don't think I have time to explain. I wanted to explain tabernacle still, but I don't think I have time. But at least it gives me an idea. So when I'm talking, before I before I talk tabernacle, I know that I still need to explain that a bit. All these things God will help us to understand. Yeah. When we talk about milk of the word, there's something it means. We, these are not these are not things that should be strange to you. When you hear meat of the word, meat of the word, strong meat of the word, these are things you should understand. These are things you should be accustomed. It shouldn't be strange. Right? But we'll take time. God will help us to take time to establish the foundation. We're not going to be in a rush. Amen. Sometimes it's, it's, it's days like this I feel like we don't have enough time to to open more. Some days I'm like, okay, let's, okay, I think, I think, I think we should go When there's help, let's use it. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's, there's grace to drive this thing in. And I feel there's an, there's an impartation. Mm. Some of you begin to experience a new, a new fellowship in the spirit. Amen. A new relationship with the word. The word, the word wants to be your friend. God loves you. God can't reach you without, without making you see the things that are hidden. There's a lot he wants to show. There's a lot you have not seen, you have not heard. That you need to come into. That they need to open up. Amen. 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 But in summary, quickly, the tabernacle is, is what God gave Moses as, as a house. For him to for him to dwell. So from there, there are different ordinances God put in there, or there are different laws or rules God put in there that restrict that restrict what a a, a, a priest would do, right? Or also gives him access to knowledge, and because of that, he can't live the way everybody lives. The way he lives is different from the way people live outside. 
So, in a way, it shows the different levels of um, what the spirit, the word the spirit is using in my heart is. Ah, I can't, I can't fully bring it out again. But there's a word in my head. You know, I don't know if it happens to you. There's a word in my head, but I can't say it. Mm. Um, it's there are different levels of. Um, it's like seriousness, but it's not. What's that word? Oh, there are different levels of. No, well, eh? Sincerity. Mm, no, no, really, that's not the word, but it's in that way. But that's the word. The word is a word in my. It's, 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 the word feels more like uh, tolerance. Uh huh. I think that's it. There are different levels of tolerance that God has, depending on where you are around the tabernacle. So. That's 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 what the that's in a that's in a way a sign of what the tabernacle is. But I've not fully explained it because it's actually it's actually a lesson, it's a teaching. I mean, these are things we learn when we begin to learn word of righteousness. Sometimes they can teach the tabernacle for like three, three, four different messages, five, because they are they are laying the foundation. And one thing I'm trusting God for is to have the grace to actually lay foundations. Right, and what I mean is, you know, not just talking to you about them, but showing you roadmaps in scripture that you can relate with. And that's also a secret, Orijo, I'm giving you. Is sometimes when words are coming like that and you read passages, read the as the word read the passage, follow the person talking. Whatever they are explaining in the passage, relate with the passage as they are relating with it and follow the speaker like that. When you do that, you notice that you'll be able to, to come along. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, I pray that God allows us to actually continue from where we stop on Saturday. It's a very beautiful place to start. But I'm going to put an end to it today. So we're going to stop because of time. Uh, we all need to go home and you all need to rest. But I believe God has done a lot tonight. Amen. Let's just begin to thank God for tonight. Father, we thank you. Give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. Manima Tefeni Koshita Brata. Ima Sitifeni Moshita Kaya. Isiti Pani Moshita Feni Moshita. Ani Moshita Kani Moshita Feni Moshita Pania. Isiti Feni Moshita Feni Moshita Pata. Efetemi Moshita Pani Kata. Thank you, Father, for all that you do. Isima, Isima. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for all that you, you have done to help us to gain, gain strength for your word. Thank you for the deliverance tonight. We say we are exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that as we go, you would, you would awake in us again in, in, a new response to your word. In ways we have been dead to your word, you would bring us alive again. To begin to enjoy the word, to enjoy spending time with you in the word, to understand the word. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayers. Thank you because you are going to bring a new fellowship, sweet fellowship of the Spirit for our experience. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Shalom. You dwells between the cherubim shining forth. 
you dwell between the cherry.